Hello, you're listening to a special teacher podcast. I'm Jo Earp. And I'm Rebecca Vukovic. Uh, welcome to this uh, special edition. The school holidays are finally here. Can you believe that? No, this whole year has flown by. But to mark at the end of another fantastic year, we thought we'd take a walk down memory lane and share some snippets from our favourite podcasts. That's right. Now, um, to kick things off then, I've gone back to a podcast from earlier this year with Professor David Lynch, and he's from Southern Cross University here in Australia. Um, Now, we had a chat about a five-year pilot study, which was actually at Sydney Primary School, and it was about creating an outstanding school. So here's one of my favourite grabs from the podcast. It's all about the challenges of leadership and the challenges in particular of making those tough decisions. It's interesting when we think about the principalship, and we examine teacher attitudes towards the leader across the five years. In the pre-study, he was, he was getting satisfactions around 80% satisfaction with him. By the time we had got to about halfway through the study, it had pretty much uh, got to around 60% unsatisfied and 40% satisfied. And this is a really, really interesting phenomenon because as the school was in Proving, if you like, the satisfaction with the principal was diminishing. We concluded from this basically that the principal was having a lot of tough decisions he had to make. He was very much challenging what we would call the mythology of teaching in the school. In other words, when teachers were doing certain things and the data was not supporting it, nor was the research evidence, he had to go along and say, We no longer do that in our school. And we assume we, uh, that essentially that had an impact on that. Then there was that time you spoke to Rosemary Johnson from the University of Technology, Sydney, about reading for pleasure. I have to admit that was one of my favourite podcasts. Mine too, actually. I really enjoyed that chat. She spoke to me about the results of um, a study into reading and the implications for schools and families. In school, we found the, the report found that children who are given time for independent reading at school are more likely to be reading currently and frequently. They're, they're more likely also to say that reading book, books for fun, by fun, um, we, I think that's the phrase that's used quite often in the report, mm-hmm. it's really reading books for pleasure, which is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So reading books for fun, for pleasure is important and they're more likely to enjoy reading compared with those who aren't. In other words, it, it shows the significance of time for independent reading. Fantastic. Now, Joe, another really popular podcast this year was your chat with Denmark's Dr. Kevin Anthony Perry about a collaborative research project he did exploring classroom well-being, learning and inclusion. Yep. When I think about it, I've spoken to some really interesting people this year. Um, now, I caught with uh, Kevin Anthony Perry at the Excellence in Professional Practice Conference. and uh, That's an annual conference held by ACR. And um, we actually did the interview in a, in a snooker room, in a pool room, because it's mm. nice and quiet in there. <laughs> and um, we had a chat about some of the findings from his research, like you say, into uh, classroom wellbeing, learning and inclusion. What our research shows from the perspectives of students is you don't need to use a lot of money. It's about building relationships, trustworthy relationships, which is more about the way you act with people the way you meet kids when they come in. Hi, good morning. You know, small things that don't cost a lot of money. It's about changing mindsets, really, and knowing the value of good, trustworthy relationships. 
Wellbeing has been such a huge issue this year. We've explored the topic from the perspective of both students and teachers in so many articles, haven't we? Yep. Now, in one particular podcast, uh, we looked at the impact of the messaging app, Snapchat, in education settings, specifically in schools, and how schools are responding to issues such as cyberbullying and texting. Yes, I remember. The researchers found that it could have quite the negative impact on student well-being. Let's have a listen to some of that chat. So, young people can experience shame and humiliation around this particular, um, around incidences of cyber harassment and mm-hmm. cyber bullying, and particularly young women, because there are double standards around girls' sexuality. And so they can, young women can experience quite a bit of shame and humiliation when these images get disseminated. We've also heard of incidences of coercion where young girls are, um, have pressure put on them to record and disseminate images that are sexually explicit. And this can be very difficult for schools to cope with when the incidences spill into classrooms and into schools. That's uh, Jennifer Charteris there talking about the messaging app, Snapchat. Uh, finally then, let's go to an interview that you did, Rebecca. Uh, remind listeners uh, just a brief overview about your chat with John Maloof. Yes, uh, I had a chat to him about his study into bias in grading and whether schools can do anything to minimise bias in the classroom. Here's a bit of what he had to say. It's sometimes hard to convince teachers about this because they would swear in a court of law that they're uh, they're fair, they're unbiased, and they, they may think that, but it may not be true because these biases are unconscious. And there are a lot of studies outside of what we covered that show that when you do any sort of an assessment, whether it's who you're going to vote for in an election or who you're going to hire or who you would favor hiring, there are biases that creep in that we don't know about. That was so interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed that chat. I know that from my time as a teacher, um, grading and uh, assessment and making sure that you have consistency between staff is one of those uh, real challenges. So. That was one of my favourites from this year. Yeah. And I just want to remind listeners that these are just a sample of some of the podcasts we've done this year. But all the teacher podcasts can be found at our website, which is www.teachermagazine.com.au. That's right. So if you've missed out on an episode of The Research Files, which is our monthly series, or Global Education and School Improvement, we've also done a series on action research, and of course the ever popular teaching method series then it's really easy to get up to date and um, big news for next year is that we'll be adding another series by um, popular request on behaviour management so keep your ears open for that which will be coming in term one for Australia that's February 2017 so exciting and remember you can also download all of our podcasts for free just visit acer.ac forward slash teacher itunes or head to www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen A-C-E-R. You said that so much better than I do. Um, finally, <laughs> thanks to anyone who's listened to this year. Uh, for now, it's goodbye from the teacher editorial team.